Without a dream in my heart. Without, do not throw up on me. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Greetings. My dog is so high right now, you guys. Hi. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Sure, she had dental work done today. Um, let's see. She's like ah. staring at a spot on the wall. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Hi. <laughs> okay, we are. It's almost... our maple maple flavored. It's my maple flavored BFF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only when I spill the syrup. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start the stream. Stop the preview. Get the ball rolling. We are officially, supposedly live. Oh, Jenny wants to know where we're broadcasting from. Where we're broadcasting so, from? Yeah, so it's Twitch. From Fargo, North Dakota, duh. Twitch. No. Yeah. Twitch.tv backslash. Dot, wait a minute. Backslash. We're also on really weird recording setup with, uh, with Ryan. It technically isn't here, but he is here. Um, yes. so yeah, we'll talk Ryan about is our microphone in another room, <laughs> basically. <laughs> okay. Unless there is anything else that we need to do, let's go ahead and start this week of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. When I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, Ryan I can't cook. I, can't cook. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. Oh. You burnt dinner. I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob I'm so there? sorry, Be Bob. Your woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season 2A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo. Wake up and smell the Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boogwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Live, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was kind of hard to see it, but it was Jen, what are you I doing? I had the splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I, I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. Ooh, Ooh this would be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I do. even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got, I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? Similar. They start with N? Yeah. <laughs> Big letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Yeah. 
Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says nope. Sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. Thought you'd have my back. Doesn't even have the front. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, he's, he's slowing oh. down! We have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I need my you can see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mechmagorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. The gorgasm? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayor. That's wicked funny. <laughs> it's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGang Bank. C-O-M-E, Jack. Bob is a boob man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. Wake up and smell the room that hasn't been used in several months because no one's been podcasting, Poovanians. This is Point of View Monthly, the morning show yet not really morning <laughs> show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am here at the table of awesome with some of my closest of friends, starting with my Canadian maple syrup-flavored biffle, Scott. <laughs> uh, so close. I almost forgot your name for a second. Scott, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm Scott. never going to escape the maple syrup thing, am I? Never, ever. <laughs> I'm not that creative. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I still say if you meet Puffwanians and they lick you, you can blame Bob for this. Just to, you know, see <laughs> what so you taste so like. I'm fairly sure that most Puffwanians that I might meet would not do that, but I guess you never know. <laughs> never, ever know. Sue just obviously gave them the excuse to do so. Yeah. All right. I love and that, it, that without Ryan, that Scott's been elevated to Biffle. Biffle. Well, no, he's always been Biffle status. He's just he's Canadian Biffle status. Oh, or maple I'm sorry. Ryan, I haven't figured out a flavor. He's probably, Ryan's probably vanilla flavored Biffle because yeah, that's the only ice cream flavor of ice cream beets. Yeah, yeah. So because he's boring and uninteresting. But speaking of someone who's not un, someone who is interesting. Sorry, my words are. <laughs> We have a special guest tonight, and it is the very super internet famous Lady Chi. Lady Chi, how are you doing tonight? No, 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 it's Lady Kai. Lady Kai. Oh, no, you know, no. I was going to do that to make fun of Ryan, but I was like, I'm, I'm right probably on making fun of Ryan so much in this episode, because I know oh. he's listening. Yes. Like, the thing is, like, he will say, oh, I'm not listening. He's totally listening, because oh, no. he's just that way. Um, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Excellent. Thank you for coming on kind of the, relatively at the last notice. Uh, unfortunately, Danielle and Ryan will not be here for tonight's episode because they are, uh, they are totally sleep deprived from the babe with the baby. And I think someone's also visiting in town. I'm totally forgetting yes. who's there. Caitlin Strange. Caitlin Strange. That's right. Caitlin Strange. Or, uh, what was the other name that you know her by Lady Chi? Oh, well that's her real name. And I don't know if we can give it out. Like, 
I don't oh, know if she would be okay. Gotcha. Oh, that makes sense. I thought that was a for no, that's right. Forum name. Sorry. No, no that's her real name. So good point. Very good point. Sorry, my bad. Anywho, and then finally, last but not least, is our producer, our ever lovely producer Sue. Sue, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I went to the doctor today and I got a mostly clean bill of health. So there you go. Yay! So your mom was wrong, and you don't you aren't sick. I don't have pneumonia. I just have apparently allergies, so I'm supposed to be taking allergy pills and neti potting. Trisha would be mm. so proud of me. I know. Neti neti pot. I uh, <laughs> my allergies have been just kicking my butt. I'm not gonna lie, uh, a lot because this this past week has been a really windy week, and I I thought I was like super sick, but no, it was just allergies. Just allergies. And then I, yeah. So. Can you get your hands on local honey? Yeah, I'm aware of local honey and how that all works out. Uh, probably. I'm just not totally sure where to go about getting it because, you know, we don't sell it. So. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, go to a farmer's market or something like that. But my mom says it really helps. She takes it pretty much on a daily basis, and it really helps her. Nice. So, okay, so. She doesn't share it with me. Oh, that's, that's not very nice. So basically what we're doing tonight um, is we're going to have a fun conversation about superhero television. Including, uh, the Arrow. I'm sorry, not The Arrow. Just Arrow. Uh, the Flash. Um, maybe a little bit of Legends tomorrow. I don't know how much you guys have been watching that. We'll, we'll try not to spoil too much. I'll just, okay, how about this? Full spoilers for Arrow and The Flash, because I believe we are all caught up on both of those shows. Um, yes. Try not to spoil Legends of Tomorrow, and then we're going to talk a little bit that. about daredevil uh that it would just released on netflix yeah. um so it's gonna be a very superhero filled evening um and if we, we have time have... for it i'm sorry what was that lady Jean? how about jessica jones oh we can talk about jessica jones yeah. i'm down for well um i'm trying to think if there's any other... i haven't been watching supergirl uh i have so if we want well to then we, that we can talk but... oh my gosh this is going to be a superhero filled <laughs> evening and then that, i guess at that point if we still have time we're going to do a little bit of D&D stuff uh, with characters. I'm not totally sure what's going on with that, but it should be fun and interesting. Now, for those of you who are watching us on Twitch, first off, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you uh, listening in and watching live. Uh, it's always great to have you. Um, tonight, we instead of doing The Sims, because The Sims uh, and my computer have not been getting along, because apparently streaming and playing The Sims and being on Skype makes my poor old computer just want to like have a heart attack and die. Um, we are going to be, I'm going to be playing uh, Stardew Valley in the background. We've played it pre, we played it last week. It was kind of fun. Uh, we're, we're, we're at Poofa Farm. It's all about farming. I'm going to probably be asking Sue for farming help or farming uh, advice while we play or I play and fun stuff like that. So that's what's going to be on in the background. We're not going to really talk about it because the focus is the show, but just letting you know for those of you who are on Twitch, uh, that's what you're, you're going to be watching. And hey, if you aren't, you're not someone who normally checks us out when we record usually on Tuesdays, we want to encourage you guys to check us out at 5 p.m. PDT and 8 p or 8 p.m. PDT. I'm sorry, EDT. I've lost all track. I hate daylight savings you're time. You're very confused. Yes. Yeah. Just go I ahead and check out Pacific. the Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Just check out the the Facebook. It will let us. It will let you guys know when we're recording live, and it'd be great to have you in the chat. Okay, I have done enough talking for now because, I don't know, Ryan, this is usually when Ryan monologues and I'm usually a take, a, take a break, a breather after introductions, but Ryan's not here. So I think we might as well, well, first off, how's everyone been? It's been several
couple weeks since we've podcasted. Um, let's see. I think it's almost been like as I was joking that it's been months since we've podcasted, uh, but it's, it's only been, been roughly, about a month. It's been about a month since we podcasted. At least three weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least three. I think it's been like four, maybe five. So what's everyone been up to? Let's let's shoot, let's shoot some shit, as as we like to call it. Uh, shoot some shit. Huh? Shoot some shit. <laughs> Can't speak. Mm. Don't mind me. I'm just going to do my best Jane impression instead. Oh, my gosh. She'll kill you. No, no, she won't. She never listens to the show. She never listens to the show. She won't have any idea. It's it's sad. Mm. Um, Well, let's see. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Um, Go ahead. ahead. I am 61 days away from graduating, finally. My first music education. Very excited about that. And um, I think the last time I podcasted. I was trying to look that up. Yeah. I don't really. um, I don't remember what was going on in my life at that time. But um, now I. now I teach piano lessons uh, professionally. I have between 30 and 40 students at the moment, um, just depending on, on um, some people are enrollment is pending and things like that. So um, that's how I spend most of my time teaching piano um, and uh, student teaching this semester. And uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much what I'm up to really. And well- uh, Lady Chi, I will tell you that you recorded with us on May 12th, 2014, for episode 58, the one without Stephen Amell's abs. Oh, yes. we talked exactly. about Arrow. We talked about Arrow. <laughs> it was mid-season for season three, was it? I think it was. No, it was season two. No, it's towards the end of season two, I think. Yeah. Because I remember well, talking I feel about like stuff. That's how you get me to come back. You're like, oh, she hasn't been on in a while. Let's tell her that we're talking about Arrow and she'll come back. Yeah. You are a resident uh, DC television expert, which is why we need yeah. to have it. Because, because apparently Ryan and Danielle don't watch the W. It's I don't CW. think they, they don't seem to like they watch that. So, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But that's, that's why we get wrong. the opportunity to have Lady Chi on. So, mm-hmm. which is yeah. super exciting. It all works out. Well, geez, since last we spoke, Scott and I met Merlin. Mm-hmm. It is true. We have taken our picture with John Barrowman. Yay. It was very exciting. Yeah. He is much less evil than his character. I have yet to meet anybody from Arrow. Oh, you know what? Since I met, since I last talked to you guys, I have met Chris Evans and Haley Atwell. So I have met um, Captain America and Agent Carter. Nice. Um, Yeah. I gave Chris Evans a high five. Totally cool. Um, And I talked about Haley's boobs with her. So that's really, um, really the highlight (laughs) of my life to this point. So, yeah. I'm afraid yeah. to even ask. Continuingly, Pofo tradition. Well, I, okay, I will tell you the story. Um, because you said I'm afraid to ask, so that means I'm going to tell you the story. Right. So my <laughs> roommate is actually, I would consider to be her to be kind of a fairly well-known Marvel fan artist. Okay. And there was a, um, one of her posters, she drew all of the women in the DC um, universe. Uh, or not in the DC, the Marvel Universe. Sorry. She drew all of the women in the um, Marvel Universe. <laughs> and um, this poster, which you can see kind of here, um, this poster, like, she got retweeted. Haley Atwell retweeted this poster that she drew. And the reason I'm, like, being slow is because I'm finding the link. Um, Haley retweeted this poster right here. It's in the link. It's in the store. Or it's in the chat. 
And um, so Haley, we showed up and my roommate gave her a cop, a signed copy of the poster and wow. Haley recognized it right away. Um, and, um, and was like, Oh my gosh, you're the person that's the responsible for me having the biggest boobs in the Marvel cinematic universe. Because so, <laughs> ah. she's just the most adorable human being on the planet. She's very lovely in person. Um, and she talked to us like the person behind her was like, go, you know, but she like, she's like, I can't believe you drew that. That's amazing. You're so talented. And I'm sitting next to my roommate, like, she's my best friend, you guys. Oh my God. So anyway, that was a really <laughs> a cool experience. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. That's really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And for those of you just listening, we will put that link up in the show notes so you can go see this poster as well. It is really very well done. Oh, I suppose I should put that somewhere, huh? That would be helpful. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that was all of the women in the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe like mm, a year and a half ago. So there are some people missing now. Um, so there's going to be version two soon. But, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That is always fun. Yeah. Well, and we go to like we go to all these cons and things and sell her art and stuff. And that's been really kind of a fun, I've been to more cons in the last year than I've ever been in my life. Um, nice. Really? Which cons awesome. have you been at? Yeah. So what's well, new with everybody else? Cause I don't want to like monopolize the conversation. That's okay. I don't think guess. she, she heard your question. Bob. No, it's okay. it's okay. I was just, I was just curious, uh, uh, G, if you've been, what, what, uh, what uh, conventions have you been to? Um, well I did Salt Lake. Um, and that was crazy pants because I wasn't going to go and, um, I was very sad that I couldn't go because Chris Evans was going to go. And as, as people who know me know, Chris Evans is my boyfriend. He doesn't know that. Um, it's kind (laughs) of a one-sided long distance relationship. Um, but, uh, the, uh, Chris Evans is my boyfriend and he couldn't go or I couldn't go. Um, and then Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky, the Winter Soldier, um, in the Captain America franchise, he signed up to go. And I was even more sad because I, this Captain America is my favorite. So I said, is he your other boyfriend? He's, yeah, he's my other boyfriend. No, actually, no. The list of people that I, my boyfriend knows that I would sleep with are, is long, but he's not on it. Um, (laughs) and, uh, um, anyway, the, uh. So he signed up to do it, and then Mackie, Anthony Mackie, signed up to do it, okay? And he's Falcon. And Mm -hmm. so I said to my roommate, I said, if Haley Atwell, who is basically the love of my life, decides to go to this convention, I'm going to have to go. And I was just joking, and it was like a week away from the convention, and she called me in the middle of the day, and she never, my roommate, she never calls me in the middle of the day, and she's like, you won't believe what happened. And I was like, what? And she goes... Haley Atwell just signed up to do Salt Lake. I went, son of a bitch. (laughs) I was like, damn it. Now I have to max out my credit card. Um, I really didn't have a choice. So I, um, yeah, I I ended up going to Salt Lake. And it was totally worth the financial strife because that's where I met Chris Mm -hmm. Evans. That's where I met Haley. Um, And we had a really good time. That was a really good con. We did Kansas City. We're going to do Kansas City again. And, um possibly Denver I think um I just kind of like I just hop along and I go with her because it's fun you know yeah and it's uh, nice. Sue and I went to Wizard World Portland because it was in Portland and yeah then the the critical role people D&D people that we watch were going to that and I just decided I wanted to go so 
That's awesome. And I knew I thought... Sue already wanted to go because John was coming. So, well, and I, I, I feel like go John by goes myself. to everything. He I does. think John's like the convention king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely does. Like, it's fun to watch some of his uh, some YouTube videos of some of his panels. He's. I remember the first time when I watched, I was like, "Whoa." That he's a little insane. Intense. He's but, a little but, insane. Not gonna lie. I mean, he's pretty. Uh, he's yeah, pretty crazy. He, he runs he's his own there. panel because no one else is going to do it for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he would just talk over you. He's a lot like me in that way. You know, it's <laughs> like if he's on the panel, it's about him. So. Yeah. yeah, I compared him to Robin Williams. You just kind of get out of his way and just let him go because there's no way you're going to stop him. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Let him do his thing. Oh, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I was not one of the people who actually stood up and tried to ask a question, but it was still fun. <laughs> I didn't yeah. go to any panels or anything. Like, that's the one thing I haven't done that I kind of want to do. But again, like, I didn't want to do Chris's panel because that's crazy in a zoo. I didn't want to do Haley's panel because it was crazy in a zoo. But I think, like, at Kansas City, Stephen was supposed to come last year and didn't quite make it. Um, when I was there, he came on Sunday. He was supposed to come on Saturday. <sighs> this is really, the story breaks my heart even now. He was supposed to come on Saturday. He, his mm-hmm. schedule was such that he had to come on Sunday, but I couldn't go to the con on Sunday because I had to babysit kids. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, so I missed Stephen Amell by a day. I may have actually cried. I won't own up to that. I'm just saying it's a possibility that <laughs> I cried because I missed Stephen Amell by a day. <laughs> Yeah, he was here um, a, a, about a year ago, and I seriously considered going to the the knocking point party that they do, the wine party. Yeah, but it was out of my price range for something that I wouldn't drink anyhow. Right. So I didn't do it, but it would have been it would have been sweet. So yeah. Well, I think that those knocking point parties too are like, from what I hear, that's the way to do it. Like. If you want to meet Steven, then that's the way to do it because mm-hmm. they're fun and relaxing. And it's, and and it's not like the mm, – probably. But it's not like the con where they're being ruled by the con people. Like mm. it, John Barrowman said, I don't care if you take my picture, but they care. So you can't – you know, I can't encourage this it because – This is how the convention people make their money. That's how they make their money. So mm-hmm. – at the party, that's off the convention grounds, and you can do whatever you want kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's because I will say this. To get my picture with Haley, I think we paid 60 between 60 and 80 bucks. To get mm-hmm. Chris Evans' autograph, we paid $140. Like, what? it's crazy pants, the amount of money that they expect. But at the same time, like, if it was cheap, then you would have a million and one people in line, and they would be there yeah. all day. And- yeah. yeah. Well, I feel and like I think John deliberately keeps his prices down because his were his were the lowest price for photos that you could get at the uh, Portland one. It was fifty five, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. And so Sue and I just split that because they can do more than one person in a photo. Yeah. And then. Uh, but I think Matt's was something like if you were going to get a picture with Matt or maybe his autograph. It was a hundred bucks. Yeah, it was like a hundred, hundred and fifty, something like Matt that. Mercer? No, no uh, Matt, Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Mercer was twenty. Because <laughs> they don't know. I was going to say, is. I was like, no, Matt Mercer was ten, and the photo, the selfie with Matt was twenty. 
Yeah, and if you then, wanted to just get his autograph, it was 10. If you wanted him to personalize the autograph, that was 20. Or if you wanted to take a picture, it was 20. But those then, sort of seem reasonable to me. Uh, yeah. Whereas the so 100 and some is, yeah. I mean, I guess I can get it because Matt Smith is like, there was one of their big draws for that convention, but still. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is kind of... I think they have a big thing to do with it. They have a big part in setting it, but the celebrity also has, because they have to get their cut too, because the the con doesn't pay them for showing up. I don't think, I, I believe the way that it works is like, maybe their, maybe their lodging is comped, right. but like the way they make money is all of the autographs and stuff that they sign too. So, yeah, so um, it does make sense. Cons are like the worst though, because the best and also the worst, because it's like shopping at a store where you want everything. And like <laughs> yeah. every, yes. con- everywhere you look around, it's like sh- crap you didn't even know you needed until you saw it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I had It's a good thing myself- neither Sue nor I collect figurines of things because there oh, were like yeah. 57 tables of figurines of oh, various yeah. things. Well, so. I don't do figurines, but I do do bobbleheads. And what I like about conventions is, like, then they'll have the women, whereas necessarily, like, it's sometimes it's really difficult to find, like, the women bobblehead figures in stores. In stores, um, yeah. And so, like, I found a Gamora, and I found a couple of Black Widows that I needed and stuff like that. So there was that, but I also found, like, at this con, there was um, a table of of um, Zelda wood burnings, like, Legend Ooh, of Zelda wood burnings. Yeah, I've, I've seen those. So it was, like, high-class Legend of Zelda art, and I was like... I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. I have to have it. And my roommate was like, thing. where are we going to put that? I'm like, I don't know. It was giant. But I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, I don't, I bring like, I just bring cash and I'm not allowed to draw money out of my ATM because mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I was, be dangerous. I would go, bro- I'd be like, I can't pay the rent, but look at all the stuff that I bought. So. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Worth it. You'd have to eBay it just to pay your rent. It would be a bad thing. Exactly. Yeah, they you have had it for a little while. I but. suppose there should be like rental agreements for uh, con swag. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I will keep this for a month and send it back. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Oh my goodness. All right. So, um, just kind of touching on a couple other things. Uh, I turned 32 uh, last Happy week. birthday, Bob. Happy thank birthday, you, you. Bob. Would you like me to sing to you? I will. If you want to. I mean, I guess you can. Um, I could do I, my impersonation of Jen singing happy birthday. <laughs> that would be amazing. Do your best Jen impression of singing happy birthday. Oh, my that. gosh. <laughs> that that no. I will definitely let you do if you want to. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. You don't want yeah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. No, but the reason why I, I'm prefacing that is that uh, in talking about the Dungeons & Dragons stuff is that uh, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell Sue this, but uh, my friends who have been desperate to get me to Dungeon Master for them in 5th edition uh, got together and got me the Player's Handbook for 5th edition and the Dungeons Master Guide for 5th edition. So I have been spending most of my nights reading... Dungeons and Dragons rules and stuff. So I'm, it's been, it's crazy. I, 
it's it's been fun, but I'm I'm debating whether or not I want to actually DM for them or not. It'd be kind of horrible if I didn't. It's like, hey, thanks for buying these really nice, expensive books. I'm not going to do it though. But anyway, meanie, meanie. I know. Did you, oh wait, do you listen okay. to that podcast where they play Dungeons and Dragons? It's the brothers. Yes, the McElroys. Yes, Adventure Zone. Adventure Here, Bob. Zone. Let's see. I'll 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 roll a d20 to see whether or not you have to DM for them. Are you ready? <laughs> Oh, 15. Oh, no, there's a DC of 20. <laughs> right. Darn. Yeah, yeah but I'm sure I, I have um, five points I can add to that somewhere in my... Yeah, yeah. we'll give you so some inspiration. Yes. Okay. So and I, I, for the last of my shoot the shit, I'll just quick, go ahead and share this because I don't think anyone who's actually listening actually is someone like, you know, local friends. So I think I can get away with saying this. If not, it's forever on the internet, so oh well. So my good friend, uh, or my friend Zach... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so horrible. I corrected myself from saying good friend <laughs> to just normal friend. No, he's a, he's yeah. a long time friend of mine. Anyway, he's getting married and he sends it and I, I'm in his wedding and I just got a text from him and it sent to myself and the other groomsmen. And he said, Hey, Shireen has made a dance for you guys for the wedding. She wants to meet oh, you guys dear. so we can start teaching it to you. Are you all free this week? Which my first thought is two horrible things. One... <laughs> Shireen, the person who has created this dance, is... You guys remember Anime Mike, right? The one of my mm-hmm. best friends? Yeah. That's his ex-fiance. I'm not really on speaking terms with her because she's kind of a horrible person. But anyway, maybe she's gotten... She's grown up a bit in the past 10 years, but whatever. Uh, so I don't even want to spend time with her. And then this idea of, like, wait a minute. You're making me, like, spend tons of money to help you for your wedding, and you're making me have to do a dance. I don't know how I feel about this. I, and this is why I was earlier, I was like, Bob is now in angry Bob mode because angry Bob does not want to have to dance for a wedding being taught by a person he doesn't necessarily care for all that much. Let's talk about like how wedding, being in a wedding is kind of horrible. It like, really is, to be honest <laughs> with you. The first couple, the first time is like, okay. But then you, like, it dawns on you kind of slowly, like how horrible it is. You're just like, first of all, you have to listen to all the stuff about the wedding. Uh-huh. Secondly, like, it's so crazy expensive. And my favorite thing is, like, my friends are always like, oh, I, I decided to be totally reasonable, okay? Uh-huh. I decided to be totally reasonable. The dress is only $140. Really? Only $140. And usually it's, it's so pretty. It doesn't even look like a bridesmaid's dress. You could wear it again. I'm like, no, 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 no. No. You bought it at David's Bridal, but it looks like a bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way of getting around that. The funny thing was, is like when he's, so he's talking to us about, you know, getting suited up and, you know, good fun stuff like that. And it's like, he says, I did my best to keep it cheap. The, t- the, the suit rental is 170 bucks. <laughs> I'm, Ouch. I'm like, buy a suit for that. I'm like, how is that cheap? I'm like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay. I under, okay, he tells me that he's paying for most of the wedding, okay? And that's fine. I give him credit for that. But I also know that his parents are very well off. Like, his dad's a lawyer, like, very well off. But So that's why, that, that's why I find it so funny. It's just like, wait a minute, $170? Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. But Maybe He just has a different convent conception of what cheap means. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's probably that's what I'm kind of getting at. But the fun, the other fun part is is that his uh, bachelor party it's going to be in Tahoe for a weekend. Luckily, that's you know the, the, the saving grace for that is that his parents own the place, so we don't have to well, pay for nice. lodging. But I kind of get the impression that we're going to be going out on the town, 
And the one thing I've come to find out about bachelor parties is everyone but the, the guy who's getting married buys. Right. Like I went, I went, uh, my good friend Brian, when he got married, like I ended up spending like $125 on the bachelor party alone Yep. because with all the booze and the go-karting and the breakfast and lunches, it was like a day long thing. I'm like, you really need a day long thing, but whatever. I digress. <laughs> um, so yeah, being in weddings is expensive. So it's well, just like, uh, and now I have to dance. I have to dance like I'm some kind of puppet. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want video of this. I'm sure there will be video of it, and that's what makes me even more not happy about it. Well, there's this trend, too, of, like, people trying to make their weddings, like, YouTube-worthy, which Mm -hmm. drives me crazy pants. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're all going to do a dance, or oh, we're all going to sing, or whatever. Like, okay, fine, sure, maybe, if it means something to you, and then you throw it up on YouTube, and it's kind of like... I'm not judging. I, well, I'm kind of judging people, but it just <laughs> seems like it's the it's this like we're moving towards making weddings into these big productions and like when my brother and my sister in law got married, I threw the I threw the bridal shower and I paid for it. That was like a six hundred dollar ordeal, yeah, like for me. And then we turned around and we did the bachelorette party, and again everybody pays except the person who's getting married. So nice. I spent like a hundred dollars there, and then um. Uh, and then because it was my brother getting married, I DD'd for his bachelor party and ended up buying really? around there wow. too. So my brother getting married turned out to be an almost a thousand dollar expense for me. I didn't realize that, that Lady Chi is sister of the year, hands down. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm also now the aunt of the year, just so you know. So <laughs> there you go. That's we've progressed. <laughs> Well, I have the opposite story. When I was uh, bride of honor, whatever it's called, bride of honor. Yeah, it's not right. Bridesmaid, what, whatever. Bride <laughs> of honor. That's of honor. The one. My uh, sister-in-law got my dress at Ross. She paid less than twenty bucks for it. It was black. I probably mm-hmm. only wore it once though because I don't wear dresses. But you know, twenty bucks is not bad. No, wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. The other one, my other brother, um, I had my dress made. Mm-hmm. And it doubled as my um, dress that I wore to the last Harry Potter book release when I went as the fat lady. It wasn't pink, but it worked. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I used it for the second time around. Yeah. Cool. I kind of have decided to, but the thing, like, the thing about this time period in our lives is like you go to so many weddings. Yeah. You know? And, um, and so now I've kind of like decided the nice thing about being in your late twenties and still not being married mm-hmm. is like, if I ever get engaged, it's not going to take me long to plan it. Cause I know exactly what I like and I know exactly mm-hmm. what I need. There are things like there are DJs now. Cause I go to Kansas city weddings all the time. Cause I'm a professional musician where I'm just like, Oh, this is going to be miserable. This DJ is awful. He's always awful. Or <laughs> like, you know, um, or they'll do the money dance or, and I'm just like, I hate this. Why do people do the money dance? That's like huh? pouring out your, your recently wedded bride. Well, I've okay. never understood it ever. It, well, and my piece of, my part of it, like, I just wrote you a check. It's in the card. Now you want to try and get another $20 out of me? No, thank you. <laughs> like, especially if you've been in the wedding party and stuff, and then people look at you funny, like, if you don't do it. And it's like, yeah, but I, like I said, I'm already out all this money. Like, I don't have 20 bucks to pay you to dance with you. Like, come yeah. on now. It's gone now. I don't have any more. I usually wait till after the money dance is over to dance with the bride. 
because I'm cheap. No, actually, no, to be honest with you, that like we're at least in my neck of the woods of the country, like it very rarely happens. It only tends to really happen, and I, I hope no one takes offense to this, with kind of more country weddings, if you catch my yeah. video. Mm-hmm. So I well, I, I think to be fair, I think that's a Midwest tradition. Yeah, like, I, I think, think it it's is. it actually is like from this area of the country we're on, and I hate it so much but there are other things that we do that are kind of like native like there's um we do a grand march kind of a thing around the and that's kind of fun there's some stuff that we do that's different that's fun but some of it is just like so obnoxious and i definitely will not do the bouquet toss and the garter thing that drives me crazy oh really okay that'd be one tradition i would probably keep around Oh my gosh, no, I'd get rid of that in a heartbeat. It is kind of disturbing <laughs> I, to think about it. Well, because as a single person, it's so miserable, right? Because, like, yeah, that's true. Well, it's, yeah, it's because, you know, like, people are like, oh, you're not, you're not ready or you're not married or whatever. Oh, honey, go out there and get you a husband. Go out yeah. there and catch up. And I'm like, I'm almost 30, and I'm like, I don't want one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Social shaming, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what if it's like, oh, goodness. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't understand money dances. I just, yeah. I don't know, it's fun. I, didn't I actually didn't know uh, that was a thing. You didn't realize, you guys don't have money dances? That's, that's probably, yeah. It's Not the, like a, in any more, wedding that I've been to. More reason to move to Canada. Ooh, Scott, <laughs> what did I listen to the other day? Oh, Can I Pet Your Dog? I think mm-hmm. that was the one. And, um... There's no, a podcast no, no, called Can no, I Pet no, Your okay. Dog. Can I Pet um, Your Dog. No, it was, um, the Wizards of the Coast podcast. And the person that they interviewed was from Saskatchewan. Okay. And and uh, so I thought, oh, Scott would probably like to listen to this. And what's the other? It's Saskatchewan. And then what's the other city that's in that that you were in? Saskatoon. Yeah, he was from Saskatoon, too. Yeah, Saskatchewan's the province. It's like a state. Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently there's confusion about what exactly a money dance is in the chat. Well, I was going to say, so, I, I don't, I'm not seeing anything I in Twitch chat, so I don't see the No, chat. we're in the POV chat on Skype. I don't. I'll just, I'll brief, I'm sure you got the gist of it. I'll just briefly explain it. The way that it works is the very obnoxious DJ gets up and he says something like, uh, would you like to pay to dance with the bride? Like, it's always cheesy and horrible and verging on gross. And so what happens is the best man and the maid of honor stand up and they have like a hat or a box or something. And you put money in the hat or the box or in their pocket or whatever so you can dance with the bride and the groom. And the thing of that I hate about it, too, is it lasts for freaking ever, like 10 or 15 minutes. And the line gets huge. And I'm just like, this is awful. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then nobody can dance but the bride and the groom and these hordes of people. And, like, you get to dance with them for, like, 10 seconds. And yeah. it's, you know, and you've paid, like, five Twenty bucks. I mean, I'm sure it's different for each wedding, but traditionally, the weddings that I've been a part of that have had them, they're like for like, oh, you know, support them on their honeymoon kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like so. It's not like just like, hey, give them money because that's just kind of that's like as long as there's prostitution for the purpose, it makes it better. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of my friends actually, um, when she got married, said on the invitation, and my mom thought this is the most classless thing in the world, said, um, no presents. Money for the honeymoon is appreciated. Like Holy shit, really? Yeah, it was <laughs> so bad. I was like, whoa, whoa. Ouch. Yeah, I that. It makes sense though. Those are expensive. If you're doing well, it depends on where you're going, but mm-hmm. they well, can be very expensive. Yeah, they can. Well, I mean, totally understandable. I mean, that's not the. That's not. The, I think the point I'm getting at is the, how how 
tactless that is to do. Yeah, it's tactless yeah. to go, no gifts, just money. Just give me money, please. Just give me money. I, I don't just, want yeah. your, whatever you think is appropriate for me, I don't think it's appropriate. I just yes. want your cold, hard cash. Hard cash. And like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to have socially acceptable sex now, so give me money. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, it's too fun. And of course, there's more to marriage than that. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I yeah. Get that. Mooney says in Japan, you give money and not gifts. Lots of money. Mm. I don't well, have lots of money it, to give. Unfortunately, in America, that is not as socially acceptable. <laughs> I know if I did that, I'd be like killed. But then again, in my family, if there isn't an open bar in your wedding, then you're basically shunned from the family. Mm-hmm. So, because my family loves this alcohol. Uh, but, same here. My so. my cousin, I think it's my cousin got married and they they on their honeymoon like the mm-hmm. second day in she got a spe- appendicitis and spent the rest of the honeymoon in the hospital so there you go that sucks that's awful yeah mm. it was I'm not a, a good thing the last wedding I went to I actually trying to remember that wedding it's because you made me think of DJs I actually DJed that wedding I was I was I was the officiant and the DJ at that wedding that <laughs> wow. was yeah. Because it's, it's for my cousin, and it was in my parents' backyard. So and it was my cousin's. <laughs> it was funny because I was telling people, it's like they're like, "Oh, who's the wedding for?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just marrying my cousins." <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I was like, I knew I was, I knew like people were like you realize that what your sounds like right. I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. I think I think I might actually uh, DJ my own wedding. I'll just record myself saying amazing things and. Just, <laughs> You know, who needs to pay $500 for a DJ? There you go. the dulcet tones of myself. $500 is cheap. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know it is cheap. I got, okay. All right. Continuing with that. This is going to be the wedding episode, folks. We forget, you know, the. the Forget Arrow. We don't want to talk about. No, because I had had a, uh, I had some friends. They're like, hey, we, we, we want a favor to ask you a favor. I'm like, okay, what is it? Well, we know that you're really, this is when I was doing the whole baseball announcing thing. So like, we know you're really good at baseball announcing. So we were wondering if you would be willing to DJ our wedding. I'm like, I've never DJed anything before. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. But you know, you can use your brother's sound equipment because my brother was in the band at a time. And you guys could just, you could just DJ for us. I have come to realize that friends, when they ask you to do things for things like their wedding, treat you, okay. They treat they you like crap and they, they, don't they treat you. Thank you. I'm glad you said it and I didn't say it. Um, because it was just like, like, it's like all of a sudden, like, I wasn't like their friend. I was like their DJ. Like, I was like their paid DJ. Yeah, the higher And help. like, and when it comes, oh God, I really hope they never find this episode. Um, and the thing is, is like, they eventually quote and pay, they like, they paid me like a, you know, a hundred dollar thank you kind of thing. But like, I was like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. And like, they, they paid me something. But then I later found out that like most DJs get like paid like a grand like anywhere between five hundred to a grand, I was like, I feel so abused. Okay, so here's a little story about how Katie used to get gypped all the time. Oh, that's terrible. That's a racial slur. Sorry, I apologize. My bad. Is um, it? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, so sorry. How I used to get uh, screwed over all the time. Um, I'm glad you told me that because I, I will I will continue to use that term, not realizing it was a racial term. Well, I mean, it comes from like 
gypsies. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so um, I genuinely, it genuinely just slipped out. I'm sorry. Um, you're, you're fine. I feel so bad. I, mean, I don't think we have any. I don't think we have any gypsies uh, watching, listening to the show. Not to mention, yeah, with all the crap Brian says on a regular basis, we've pretty much offended every every uh, base possible. So right, right. But we'll, I still we'll get so we'll get Jen to record a. We apologize to all the gypsies. <laughs> should so do that. Yes. All the all the Roma actually, I think is the is that the right term now? The, the Roma. I don't know. Socially mm-hmm. acceptable term depends on which ones you're talking to, probably. But yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, um, I'm a uh, like I said, I'm a musician, professional musician. I play a lot of weddings, and so um, the very first wedding that I ever played like professionally, um. The bride was a friend from high school. And, like, I'm using friend in the loosest possible way that you can use friend. Like, acquaintance? Like, maybe, yeah, like acquaintance. Like, maybe three or four times a year we'd have a really pleasant interaction, you know? And we were in a couple mm-hmm. of shows together. So I knew her, but I wouldn't consider her to be like, what are you doing? And, um, anyway. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just having flashbacks of great <laughs> food on Perfect Weekly, but go ahead. Um, so anyway, she, basically she's like, her, the person that was supposed to play for her wedding backed out. So she called me to see if I would do it. And I said, sure. And she said, um, how much do you want to get paid? And I said, oh, whatever you think is fair. Oh, that's Ooh. bad. I got paid $25 <laughs> for that wedding. Are Ooh. you kidding me? I'm serious. And I came in at the last minute and saved their butts. Like, and, and, uh, should have been whatever they were paying the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I had to fire another musician because they couldn't play the part. The bride was in tears and she's like, it doesn't sound good. It's not what I want for my wedding. And she paid 25 bucks. I got paid $25 and I had to fire somebody. (laughs) Ouch. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd be tempted to say something to her. Yeah, so like, I... Like, really, 25 bucks? her, like, as a reference, so I really hope that she's not a secretly a Harry Potter fan listening to this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was quite um, annoying. No, Farmer Huggles is now exhausted. <sighs> oh, poor Farmer he, Huggles. He's stuck in the rain halfway across town. It's going to be a long walk. But anyway... No, so as long as he's out. not in his heart underwear, he's good. No, he, he, this one's fully clothed. He doesn't yeah. really look like Ryan. I just, he looked, Ryan's version looked like me too much like my own character. So I made him like dapper looking with uh, like blonde hair. Ryan's now blonde. Congratulations, Ryan. But anyway, nice. so it is currently about 40 minutes left in the show. And I think it's really, considering we have Chi here to talk about superheroes, we should probably talk about superheroes. So yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Now, just for those of you who are not watching Arrow and Flash and do plan on doing so someday, you may want to go ahead and turn the podcast off now and save it for another day after you have. Because this will be full spoilers for The Flash Season 2 up to the mid-season finale and The Arrow up until Season 4 mid-season finale. And we may touch on other ones, but hopefully, you know, we won't spoil. We'll, we'll do our best. Um, let's Most go ahead and back start. This week for people who are wanting yes. to. The Flash actually, if you're live, if you're live right now, The Flash is actually on or has, or it's actually over uh, on the East Coast and will be live uh, later on the West Coast. 
So, uh, so the, the, the Flash is back tonight with its first episode of the second half of the season. And then tomorrow, the Arrow comes back as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and start with the understandably weaker of the two shows, Arrow. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, you know, <laughs> what is that, Chief? <laughs> she said bite yeah. me. That's definitely Honestly, a preference okay. thing, but I actually agree with you. So, here's the here, here's the thing. Oh wait, I'm standing out in the middle of the night. I'm going to get myself. I'm going to get poor Huggles in a lot of trouble health wise. Um, it's to me. I don't know. Like the all. Okay, I know. Okay, the last. I have a question. Are you still an Elicity shipper? Yes. Oh God. Okay. I'm not against Elicity because I know that there's a ton of Elicity hate on the internet, but it's just like. They're not know. doing it the best way that it could have been. No, done. it's just so weird. It's like it, I okay. want it to be good, but it's not. Well, and I think the execution of it was awful. Like I will one hundred percent agree with. But I think it's like they I, figure I, we I cannot go more than half an episode with these people being happy before we throw something else at them. Ah, it's well, terrible. It was just it was so ill conceived and I mean it's just like everything else Arrow does I mean and I want to preface preface what I'm about to say by saying I genuinely am a fan of the show um, but in I that sort of way where too. I kind of hate everything about it <laughs> um, <laughs> like yeah. you're a fan fiction fan of the show <laughs> I'm a fan fiction fan of the show yeah I like the potential of what the show could be the problem is that the execution is so stereotypically CW so many times um, mm-hmm. that it's it's just it's, it's obnoxious you know um, and, and I feel like that was the problem like with this whole elicity thing is like oh we're gonna get together but that's gonna happen off camera like all the development of the relationship is gonna happen off camera and then they've been dating for like two and a half months and Oliver's proposing and I'm just like what? slow your roll okay, just, for, just for clarification for anyone who probably is totally lost um elicity is the shipping uh or the pairing of uh, oliver queen and felicity Let's smoke see. um yeah. on the show so just who clarifying the, that. the most amazing hacker who was ever unrealistic on tv uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, do, do you guys feel that she's know. kind of almost mary suish at this point when it comes to her hacking abilities like Everyone's like, at she's least the best they lampshade it every now and then. I love the moments on on the Flash where Cisco's like, "Oh, I'm the best ha- hacker ever." It's like, no, that's Felicity. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you know, she is kind of, you know, like that in the same thing. thing. Oliver is kind of this larger than life figure. I think she is as well. Yeah. Um, it is kind of comic bookian, say- so I mean, that's what they're going for. But, yeah. yeah. One thing I will say is, I really, really, really wish that they would develop Diggle more. Yeah, um, I like Dig. More of Diggle because, first of all, they're David doing that a little bit, but yeah. gift of man, <laughs> like yikes, he's beast. Um, and also, he's got that ability to. He's his timing, his comedic timing is hilarious, mm-hmm. and he's one he of the. Can be serious and absolutely hilarious. Yeah, at the and, same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's one of the few actors on the show that's never made me cringe. You know, like mm-hmm. he's never made an yeah. acting choice that was so awful that i was like what you know he's always very believable i wish we would see more of dig agreed yeah Um, i like that he's sort of um forgiving because there was a while when i thought we were going to lose him altogether and i'm glad to see that he's coming back yeah back into the apparently they like him so much he's in the comics now yeah they have inserted john diggle into the green arrow comics (laughs) 
They should, because he's the badass. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely I don't know anything more about it than that, because I haven't actually looked at any of the comics, but yeah, I've heard that he has he's been put into them somewhere. Um, <laughs> how do you guys feel about the big bad of the season, which uh, Damien Dark? Do you think uh, he's interesting at all? I mean, we, in previous seasons, we've you know we had we had Merlin, we had uh, Deathstroke, we had Rachel uh, Ghoul. I was really disappointed by Rachel Ghoul, but that's besides the point. That was a conversation for about a year ago. Let's talk about um, how season three sucked as a whole. But that's another it, podcast. Yeah, it, it, season three was horrible. Like season two was amazing. Like I remember, like I have some friends who are really into DC comics, but they like watched the first part of Arrow season one. And they're like, forget this crap. And then, like, and then season two comes around. I'm like, guys, you need to come back. It's amazing. And then they come back. And then season three hit. And, it was like, and then we lost, I lost them again. And I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was just like, we're back to the, you know, random. Mm-hmm. I place. feel like this season is a little bit better. But it's yeah, not I'd say quite that too. up to where season two was. Yeah. yeah. Season two was amazing in almost every way. Season three was an incredible disappointment. The best thing I can say about season four is that it's a step up from season three. Yeah, like, no, I'd say that. Like, I'd, it's just... I'd go farther than that. I'm enjoying uh, most of it generally. Um, their whole, they're running to, into a bit of a problem with their structure uh, because they've done... They established the flashback thing and now that's something they have to do. And yeah. they have to keep figuring out new places for Oliver to have been this whole time. Right. <laughs> they decided he actually wasn't on the island for five years, even though they told us that in the first season. Um, and well, yeah, he still has to acquire Russian somewhere. I, <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I was like, I don't understand why we're not in Russia. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the last year going to be like? Oh, sorry. What's the yeah, last? Right. Year? We're, we're explicit. Like? You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I did like the introduction of John Constantine. He was fun for his episode and a half or whatever that he was in. But Yeah, was that a backdoor pilot? Were they supposed to be developing something for him? Or he was, was in he he was in another show, show that got canceled. And ah. so they brought back the same actor to play that character on this thing. Um, I don't know if they're going to do more with him or not. That would be fun, but I don't know. Let's just not put Mark Guggenheim and Andrew Kreisberg in charge of it. Okay, let's just... let's. But Let's they're in charge of different. everything superhero on television right now, except for the Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's awful. And the thing that's awful about it is they tell the same story every time. Like, you watch Flash Season 2, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is Arrow Season 2. Like, it's the same bullshit, tortured hero stuff. And yeah. uh, I'm done with <laughs> it's it. It's interesting going back and forth. Like, I was watching, I watched several episodes of The Flash in a row, and then several episodes of Arrow in a row, and it's like... Both of them have people saying, you shouldn't take everything on yourself. You shouldn't put the weight of the world on your shoulders. You know, that's a thing that you don't have to do. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Neither of you have learned from each other at all. <laughs> of course yeah. not. Apparently not. Learn from each other. But kind of moving over to The Flash. I don't know. I love The Flash. Uh, that's actually probably one of the few shows I actually look forward to each week. Um yeah. I do see what you're saying. What you're saying, Chi, about the Possibly whole. Possibly it's because they're in their season two period. Maybe that's just when their <laughs> shows a, are the best. Point. That but, is a good point. Um, um, so yeah, it's. I like the lighter tone. It's not quite as depressing. Although that's something that I enjoy about this season of Arrow as well is that they're trying to not be as depressing. They're just not mm-hmm. succeeding all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Flash has has been less depressing from the get go. So they've got more room to work with. I think. 
Yeah. And the, the, their team is just fun. Like, I, I enjoy all of the characters there. And until they started doing s- slightly weird things with Cisco this this season, um, there haven't been, like, there hasn't been many, the whole, whole one of us must go off the rails and then be saved. And, uh, you know, everybody must be tortured in some way or another, or someone has to be driven to drink or whatever that, um, Arrow has been doing because they're yeah. they're all relatively more well adjusted <laughs> to start with. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, just, just to clarify, like if you're talking about the stuff with like Vibe and and Killer Frost, those mm. characters were actually those characters before. The, like they're comic book yeah. versions, and that's fine. Characters. I don't I don't yeah. mind them being uh, yeah. them having powers and things. I just mm. I I dislike the the overtones of. Oh, Cisco, you must use your powers, even though you hate to use them because we have them now, and we're going to like terrify you every time you need to find something out. It's the consent thing that's eh, a little skeevy. Yeah, uh, no, I get you on that. But you know, him having powers is fine, and I kind of feel like they could have gone with a Cisco who's like, "Hey, I've got powers now, cool," and yeah, you know, gone somewhere with it, but. But now oh, well. it's like, oh, I have powers that, you know, I'm afraid to use them. Yeah. Because, you know. And that would have been strong. fine if they'd, you know, given him a little bit more time to work through that and get over it and then use the powers and less like, we know you're terrified of it, but we must use them now. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. He's denied, he's, a, he's denied a lot of agency for making choices for himself. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that is kind of, usually that happens to female characters. Um. But that's kind of frustrating to watch because it's nobody's listening when he's talking about whether what he's comfortable with and what he's not yeah. comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I will say, same- as much as I love, um, um, oh, I'm forgetting the guy's name. Is it Tom um, Harrison? Well, Tom, Ca- Ta- Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. Ever since that show Ed that he was on, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Wasn't it called Ed, where he was the lawyer in the bowling alley? God, I love that show. Um, Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, oh, tech you- problems. I was going to say, I lost you again. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the call seemed to have dropped. Oh. I can still hear it. Anyway, continue, continue. Yeah, that's good. Continue on. Sorry. Oh. Um, so, ever since that show, Ed, where he was the lawyer in a bowling alley, um, I've always loved him. But I'm a little bit done with the, is Harrison Wells evil or not? Like, is this version of Harrison Wells good yeah. or not? It, like, It would have been more fun, I think, to have... Um, this Harrison Wells be just genuinely a good guy and have to, you know, work against all their mistrust of him because of the, the non-Harrison from before. Whereas we're, we're still having, okay, this Harrison is sometimes a good guy, but there's the mystery. Uh, is yeah. he an asshole? Yes, he's an asshole. But is he a bad guy? We don't know. Find out. <gasps> yeah. It's like, really? Okay. Tune in next time. <laughs> So, so kind of like talking about back to a couple of plot points. Uh, so apparently Zoom is uh, Jay Garrick. That, that's right. interesting. Or some version of him, yeah. Some version of him, yeah. Hunter Zolomon again or whatever. Yeah. Well, technically Hunter Zolomon is Zoom uh, in the comics. But uh, yeah. I don't know if that was just a it. reference or if they're going to take that somewhere, yeah. I thought it was yeah. just a reference initially, but now mm-hmm. apparently there's at least three Js. Yeah, so, and if, if Zoom is from that universe and Jay is supposed to be from that universe too, what's yeah, going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My theory Somebody's is, from some other universe. My theory is that the speed, whatever, the velocity six or whatever it was, somehow split him. That's my theory. And that's where but, his speed went? Is it all became Zoom or? 
No, it's like like he got split and like aspects of his speed went like you know there's a version of him without speed there's a version with all of the speed so yeah I, don't know. I guess well, it's just a theory. I guess we'll see that that's the sort of next upcoming plot point on the second half of the season I'm guessing yeah. because they just did the reveal as the end of the first half yeah I didn't think they were gonna reveal it that soon so it should be yeah. interesting and to I, see. I still don't know who the other guy is in the mask who's giving them not Morse code or whatever I'm pretty sure it's Jay Garrick as well. <laughs> Yeah. There's five of them. Yeah. Let's have well, the Jake Eric yeah. boy band. Well, this is Flashverse, and it gets a little, even in the comics, it gets a little convoluted. Yeah. So. Good old multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm kind of, I am kind of excited about the Supergirl crossover, though. That mm-hmm. should be interesting. Then again, I've never seen Supergirl, so that would be my, ex- my excuse to check it out. Well, I haven't seen Supergirl yet either, so I'm excited. I enjoy it, because there is more of, in the way of, you know. I can um, only have so many fandoms. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they have they have female characters who are just characters. Like it's not the female character. Um, there we go. You know, there's agency and all of that sort of thing. They have they have their own. Um, there were a couple episodes in there where it uh, weird things happen and uh, somebody goes nuts or uh, other things of that nature. But uh, and and you know, angst or whatever. But um, as a whole, I'm enjoying the series. I think you probably would too. That's good. Well, how about, okay, so is anyone watching Legends of Tomorrow at all? No. No. I've seen, I think, the first half of the first episode or something like that. But mm-hmm. And I, I like I know who all the characters are on it, or the, mm-hmm. the main team or whatever, but I haven't actually watched through it. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I like it. It's really, really campy, but more so than the other shows. But for the most part, okay. it's, you know, I, it's an enjoyable, like, I always thought Ray Palmer was always my favorite character on Arrow when he was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. more Ray Palmer is always a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah. He uh, was sort of the Flash for Arrow. <laughs> Uh-oh. What is wrong with you? You don't like you don't like uh, you don't like Ray Palmer. No. Why? <laughs> set of curiosity. Why are you not a fan? Huh? Why are you not a fan of? Because uh, he's of Ray basically Palmer? a stalker. He doesn't listen to what anybody says. He's an entitled white dude with too much money. He hits all of my <laughs> do not want buttons. Mm. <laughs> I feel like he improves over time, but definitely that was his introduction. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's like, "Oh, you don't want to work for me? Let me just buy the company that you work for." That's not creepy at all. Like <laughs> I, tried, I forgot about that. That was a long time ago though. Yeah, that was a long time ago, except he never apologized for any of that. So, yeah. still It's turn. another one of those it it's kind of like Merlin in a way. It's another one of those situations where the actor themselves is charming, and so you yeah. end up wanting to like the character, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and John Barrowman is the first to tell you that he's not really evil <laughs> yeah. as Merlin. He, you just think he's evil. He's not really evil. And I swear at the TV so often when I watch that show because I love him, but... Oh, Merlin just drives me nuts. Yeah, so. you know, I'm ready for Merlin to die. No. Yeah. It almost happened. Yeah. Don't kill I Merlin. Excited. I thought it was going to happen. I was going to make a popcorn party and watch it. Just so, like, John Barrowman could be in a project where I actually enjoy him. Like, as a person. <laughs> yeah. But he no. was fun as Captain Jack. I, well, you I can't do that Captain because he's Jack. being Merlin right now. <laughs> like, yeah, if I had he... my way... If I had my way, John Barrowman would spend the rest of his life playing a pansexual, time-traveling space mm-hmm. sailor. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, it's very um, possible that he'll be coming back as Captain Jack, because 
he's very good friends with the person that's taking over Doctor Who. Oh, thank God. Can we just, I just, I haven't been on the show in a while. Can I just say, I have never been the happier to see the back end of somebody leaving a show, like, (laughs) as Moffat. Like, I'm thrilled. I I feel like he he rose above his level of um, organizational skill. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's really good at, like, he's really good at flashy shows that people are like, oh, that's so complex, that's so mm-hmm. twisty-turning. But he gets and, but too complex and he on himself. <laughs> yeah. If you get it yeah. for any longer than two or three seconds, it starts to unravel. It's not as cool, yeah. you know? Which is why I was like, don't bring the angels back, because the angels are only cool if because they're a one-off. Because seen them a couple times, Yeah. 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 And besides, they scare me to death. Don't bring them back. I, I, I like watching Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I've said, uh, I think, at least once before and probably twice or more on the show, I think it would be fun. It would have been fun to see this. Uh, a Russell T. Davies episode during Moffat's run because the Moffat episodes during Davies' run were the best. So I wonder if Davies writing something for Moffat could pull off the same thing or if it wouldn't have worked. But <laughs> yeah, hard to know. Well, I think anyway, Moffat had a working relationship. I think. Yeah, so it probably wouldn't have. Uh, I don't. I don't know that they would have had him on, and obviously they didn't. But um, it would have been interesting to see whether uh, sort of which side of the pendulum things swung to if that happened. But yeah. Well, I missed the. There was a really emotional part of the show when Davies was running it, that I think mm-hmm. got sacrificed in the name of, like, flashiness. Yeah. Moffat is good at plotting things. Uh, well, somewhat. Uh, he, he's he's good at creating the outlines and the, the interesting uh, creatures and the sort of interesting ways for things to work out. And Davies was much better at character. Mm-hmm. The the two, you kind of... It's, it's good to have both. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like well, they I... better work on Sherlock because maybe because they don't have to do as many. I'm not sure, or maybe Mark Gatiss manages to kind of pull it back the other way a little bit or something. But uh, yeah, that's okay. true. Sorry, I'm having some stream issues. Let me focus on that for just a moment. No worries. No worries. I've been enjoying all of the um, superhero stuff that I've watched. I mean, I've talked about the things that bug me on all of them, but um, in general, they're uh, they're a fun ride. Um, yeah, it's popcorn TV. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike the, Daredevil, which is amazing. I was going to say, have you seen Daredevil, Scott? I haven't. No, I, I haven't watched either of those two because um, people keep saying... Uh, I feel like Jessica Jones will be a step too far for me because I don't like things that are that creepy. And I feel like David Tennant is going to be really um, creepy. And, David uh, Tennant is creepiest. I was yeah, not prepared for how intense Jessica Jones was. Like It was so it's not intense. bad. It's just very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. People are coming in. Mm. Okay. And, All right. Go ahead, Scott. Are you losing connection again? Uh, Possibly. Can you hear me? I can hear you guys. I hear everybody. I'm just talking right, about mom came in. Okay. Yeah, we, we we been having, yeah, I was going to say, we, I've been getting dropped briefly by Ryan momentarily here and there. Mm-hmm. But, anywho. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about, like in regards to superheroes or whatnot? Um, like, is there anything? Agent Carter? Agent, I, I don't, you know, I don't I watch Agent Carter. A little bit I saw of the it. first one. Yeah. You need to watch Agent Carter, ladies kicking ass all over the place. <laughs> 
I wonder if should she's I actually, good. Brian so. needs to stop downloading massive amounts of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not it. But you uh, know. I hope so. At this point in the recording, we keep getting dropped. So if it's awkward or anything like that, it's because it keeps getting dropped. What were you saying? I'm not sure. I think she, last I heard she was talking, so... She said we really need to watch Agent Carter, and then you oh. sound, it sounded like you had a response. But Oh, no, I was just saying, oh, I was saying something to the effect of, uh, I wonder if it's going to get uh, a third season. Because isn't she on another show now? Well, I don't know. I, I heard that they were canceling her, that people I weren't think... watching it very much, but I don't know if that's true. Hmm. I don't know. I know it was, it was very hard for her to get a second season, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, was it? I think it's on. Is it on Netflix or is it on Hulu? It's on, or? Yeah, Hulu mm. in the city. So watch all of it because it's amazing. Well, there's a if you if you Google it, the first headline is to be in, renewed for a season three question mark. So yeah. who knows? It could go either way. I guess. <laughs> it's hard to okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think ABC always waits till the last minute to make that call. Yeah. They did last year. They did that to Agent Carter and they did that to Galavant. Mm-hmm. That's one I've never heard of. Galvant? It's like, isn't that a musical medieval show? Uh-huh. That one I want to see at some point. because I, I do want to see it. It's really cute. The first season is really cute. <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> the second season is not as memorable as the first. but Sometimes that happens. It makes sense. But yeah. well, it's, I mean, it's an interesting idea. The whole uh, actually making a musical TV series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's some stuff, there's some songs in there that, um, that I reference in my day-to-day life. So it's, you know, it's worth watching. <laughs> Not bad. Okie dokie. So we're kind of coming towards the end of the show. Um, was there, did, I don't think we're probably going to have time for Dungeons and Dragons. I could be wrong unless you... No, I think that's true. Yeah. Probably not. We were, we could, we were we mostly just going to go over, night. you know, how to make characters and things for Sue. But yeah, yeah we can do that later. Your- yeah, I know you're planning on trying to do something since uh, the Aurors is kind of an indefinite hiatus. Um, mm-hmm. I but... have a one-shot in sort of development stages for you guys to play. But... Yay! That's cool. That sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have to hopefully... So who knows if it's a one-shot as in one episode or a one-shot as in five, depending <laughs> on... <you know. laughs> yeah. How we but... roll. <laughs> I was going to say, usually... Uh, the one-offs never really are all that one-off. <laughs> the or the is like was done in in two evenings in the actual initial playthrough, and you guys took over a year to play it. So, yeah, yeah, but we it was only what we were doing episodes. it every episode. But yeah, yeah, that's true. We're trying to not bored listeners too much, but <laughs> but yes, the Fufu does have a tendency to expand things as we go, yeah, as evidenced time. by this podcast. Exactly. Hey. Yeah, we just have to uh, stay away from uh, plumbing and whorehouses, apparently. <laughs> and we'll be good. Yeah. Well, don't let Ryan get his Viagra in. <laughs> yeah. That, I was on a football podcast, and I didn't have any, like, I didn't get to hear a Huggles monologue, and nobody was drunk. Nobody <laughs> ordered Chinese food. It's true. How things have changed. Yeah. I did have pizza, but I didn't <laughs> actually order it, so, you know... Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, now Sue's dying. Oh, dear. Sue's dying. The internet's dying. Everything's dying. Everything's uh, dying. I'm sorry. I took it right. 
right off of mute just in time for mom to scream. And, and then I made me laugh, which makes me laugh. It's okay. So. I well, I don't think Ryan heard it because, or I don't know, the stream didn't hear it because we were out for, the, the internet keeps going out. Which yeah. probably means maybe we should go, go ahead. I don't think it's my internet that's doing it this time. No, I think it's Ryan. Yeah. I think it's well, Ryan. Because we if, if we're all having problems, yeah. right. it does keep calling us all back. So that would probably mean it's the host that's, you know, yeah. dropping in and out. Yeah. Oh, well. Apparently, so it's just fun. Yeah, no, this is fun. Um, it fun having Chi back with us. Yeah, it's definitely. Chi, thank you so much for being on the episode and uh, giving your insight on weddings and, and superheroes and the like. Takeaway, well, Superhero TV is a little bit too drama and angst-ridden at the moment, but generally fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I'm always happy to come on and disagree vehemently with Bob. whenever. That's, you a, that. that's like a classic Poovwainian thing to do. <laughs> it does seem like. It mm. does. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Point of View Monthly. That's right, this week's episode of Point of View Monthly uh, and Point of View Monthly, not Point of View Weekly, because that's kind of where we're at right now. Hopefully, we will get back on a more regular track as soon as Ella lets her parents sleep uh, and internet stabilizes somehow. Um, But yeah, until then, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Scott. And I've been Sue. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time, whenever the hell that's going to be. Good night, everyone. Good Good night, night, everybody.